What is up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Heart, Mind, and Soul. It's your host, Camille Marty. And yeah, welcome, guys. Happy Monday. If you're listening on a Monday, if you're not listening on a Monday, then happy whatever day it is. Hope to wake up every day with a sound of praise. This is the day the Lord has made, and let's get into it. So today we're talking about being intentional, being intentional with our time, being intentional with our emotions and being intentional most importantly with our words. Words have a very distinct power within our lives and the lives of others and I think that we don't talk about it enough. How our words can affect other people, how our words can affect ourselves even, how the way that we talk to ourselves and to other people affects our daily life and our life in the future as well. So today we're talking all about that. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. We talked about change. We talked about all of that. We're doing some really exciting stuff, planning out for the next few seasons. And yeah, so update on like last week, update on my life. I'm still very focused on getting all the stuff done for like nursing school and being intentional about that as well and being intentional about the time that I'm spending with certain things and pleasures and trying to save money for college because it's a really big deal. So I've been trying to spend as much time with people that I love and things like that just to give myself a great foundation of people and yeah just been praying a lot about what I want to be really focused on while I'm in college along with obviously classes but you know I want to be used in the kingdom I want to be used in different areas of my life in that area so you know I've been praying about that a lot yeah, so that's the life update. I hope you guys, again, are all having a good week. Uh, we did a 6 a.m. challenge a couple of weeks ago, and I kind of didn't do all the way through, but I did intentionally for like two to three weeks there try to wake up earlier, if not if not 6 a.m., then 6.30 or something like that, and try to wake up earlier and try to really focus on what we really needed to be doing that day. And other than the 6 a.m. challenge, I think that the real important project of that challenge was to find extra time during your day to do things that you truly enjoy. And that's kind of what I've been doing. Like, I haven't really been on my phone a lot recently. The other day, I actually left my phone at home, like completely forgot it. It was not like intentional or anything. I was just happened to forget my phone at home. And it was so lovely to go 13, 14 hours without a phone, without communication, without anything, without, you know, getting on Instagram, without getting on games on my phone, without like just happening to look at my phone to see if so-and-so texted me or whatever. It just was very nice to see that and to feel very just, I don't know. I, I got at the end of the day and I was talking to my dad and I was having like a true genuine conversation with my dad, which, you know, sometimes it's, you get off of work, you're tired, you want to sit on your phone and kind of just chill. But I was having like a genuine conversation with my dad and I was like, I have so much energy for this conversation. Like I'm making eye contact, we're talking, we're laughing, I'm picking up on everything you're saying. And it was because I didn't have my phone in my hand to distract me and distract my thoughts. So I was just having this genuine open conversation with them. And it's not the first time, obviously that's ever happened, but it was because I didn't have my phone to distract me that I was able to really focus on that. And I got a lot of stuff done. I did a lot of like little things throughout the day that I would normally probably have pushed off to the end of the day because I didn't have anything to distract me other than that. So it was really nice. I started this new book, which we're actually going to do a um, podcast episode about. Hopefully we're going to do it 
in a couple of weeks for this season, but I started the book for that and I was reading through that and it's super awesome and just highlighting all of that. So, you know, without my phone, I feel very focused on some of the things that I wanted to do. So that was kind of the, the point of that challenge was to just find minutes, even 30 minutes, sometimes an hour in your day that you can focus on something that you really enjoy or focus on just little things to in- improve your mind, improve yourself as in, in general. So for this week's podcast episode, we're talking about being intentional and intentionality is something that I mentioned a lot because it has a really special power to it. It's it's really the difference between being a successful and level-headed person versus being a kind of rash and impulsive person. I did the color test today actually, and it was kind of going through like blue was more of like nurturing, more like, you know, helping everybody, level-headed, you know, and there's obviously negatives to that. And then there was like gold, which is more focus-oriented and responsibility-oriented and structured. And there's obviously negatives to that as well. And then like green was more like goal-oriented and figuring out like why the world works the way that it does. And then orange was like impulsive and like entrepreneurship and spontaneous and fun-loving, all those things. And obviously orange has negatives to it too. And so being intentional about your time can differentiate how you view the world and how others view you as well. So if I go throughout my day and I just, you know, fly by the seat of my pants, do whatever I want to do, you know, kind of say whatever I want to say and go to my, go to bed at night, not really thinking about it. There's some things that can happen. There's some things that can be said. There's some things that could affect you a little bit that you don't even really notice because you're not being intentional about it. And I think that's, you know, it's a nice thing, but it's really a sign of maturity when someone is intentional about their relationships and their time and, you know, all of their energy that they're putting into different things. Like being intentional about that really does, you know, make a difference. So, we talked about your IFP a while ago, and I, I think it was actually the first episode. It's called Being Mindful, which is obviously very similar to being intentional. But this is a more, uh, we're going to talk about more about your words as well in this podcast. But being intentional, we talked about your being your IFP. And your IFP stands for your ideal future person. So when we first started the podcast, if you guys are new to the podcast, you may not have listened to that episode. But we did an exercise where I had you guys write out what your IFP would be. And th- so your IFP is your ideal for future person. So basically deciding who you are and who you want to be in, let's say, five years. So who does Camille Marty want Camille Marty to be in five years? What do I look like? What are the things that I'm doing? How is my daily routine look like? What does it look like? And I talked about this a little bit last week about change and saying like, you know, you're not just going to wake up one day in five years and be that person. It just, it genuinely does not happen unless you actually put up the work. You're not going to be rich and successful if you can't get up in the morning and go to work. You're not going to be, you know, a very intentional God fearing person. If you don't pray, like you're just not going to be that way if you don't do it. And so your ideal future person is something that you want to be in five years, but it doesn't mean that you're going to wake up in five years and be that person. You have to be that person. So that's what your IFP was. The exercise for that was to really do is to focus you on what you're actually wanting to be so that everything that you do can push towards that person. And I said, be as specific and be as broad as you want to be. So if you want to say like a genuine daily routine. You want to say how much money is in the bank account, how much money is being saved, how, what does your look like? What does your career look like? What does your family look like? What do you want in your life? 
And by doing this, you realize, what do I want in my life? And that's something that we talked about before with the passions, like when you don't have a passion, you don't really understand, you know, what do you actually like to do? What do you actually want to do with your life? And once you decide that, once you figure out what you want to do and who you want to be, then everything you do kind of reflects that. But only if you are being intentional. My favorite compliment to get something that I genuinely like the best compliment that I could receive is someone saying that I'm a level headed person that I that I make informed and accurate decisions that I am wise and responsible. These things are signs of maturity, but they're also signs of being an intentional person making level headed decisions and not just something that's, you know, fly with the emotions and roller rides that roller coaster. And I talked about this before about how our emotions, you know, we should control our emotions, not let our emotions control us. And I definitely think that ignoring your emotions is not, is not what needs to happen at all, but it's something that people will think, okay, well, I'm not feeling the best today. So I'm going to let everything that I say or do or who I talk to or what I, you know, what I spend my time with, everything like that, that's going to be affected by my mood today because I don't feel the best. And by doing so, you make sometimes not the best decisions because things are being said. And so, you know, a lot of people have empathy and they give people the benefit of that out and they say, okay, you know, they probably just had a bad day, but that shouldn't have to happen. I mean, you have the control over your emotions. You have at least a control over what you say when you're having those emotions. And so when someone says, oh, they're probably just having a bad day, I'm going to excuse their bad attitude. You know, that wasn't necessarily had to be said. You could be having a bad day and still do things that were positive and uplifting. And you should still let your words be very intentional. And so that's something that I'm really it's something that I definitely need to work on as well. Sometimes I'll be frustrated in a moment and I'll let my emotions or feelings direct what I'm saying or what I'm doing. And it's, it's, you know, obviously just a sign of immaturity, but immaturity is something that again, come doesn't just come with time. It comes from experiences. Time doesn't necessarily do anything. Time just gives us the space to grow. So a year could look so different for so many different people. That's why I always say age is just a number because you can be 20 and you spent the last year of your life goofing off and not being, you know, intentional about your time, but you could be 20 and you spent the last year devoting your time and devoting your brain to learning and devoting your your time to giving and devoting your energies to certain things that will help to improve yourself. And so within that last year, you were given that space to grow, but whether you grew or not is up to you. And so being intentional is really, really what helps you to grow. So being intentional shows up in many different forms, you know, in your relationships, it comes in your in your workspace, it comes with how you treat other people, and most importantly, it comes in your words. And this is where we're going to shift the conversation a little bit to having your intentions be right about the words that you're saying. This is something that I'm really passionate about because I think that words can have such an extreme power on someone's, not only their reputation and their life, but also on your own life. Words have power. And, you know, to turn this a little bit more spiritual, a lot of times people say, and I truly believe this, that, you know, God is listening to what you're saying. And not only God, but also the devil is listening to what you're saying. So if you're saying, oh, I struggle with this, I'm constantly being, you know, hurtled with this 
this bad thing. I'm constantly like struggling with this thing. And you don't claim victory over that, that thing or, or that emotion or, or that struggle. If you're not claiming victory over it, if you're not praying over it, if you're not pleading the blood over your life and over your mind, then those things can control you because you're voicing them. And by voicing them, you're putting yourself in a box and turning this less spiritual. I mean, if you say, for example, I always say this and it's, if someone says, okay, I'm not a morning person, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. Or maybe I'm not a people person. I don't like, I don't like people. I'm just not a people person, whatever it is. You're putting yourself in a box where you don't necessarily have space to grow out of that box. You don't have space to grow out of that label. So if you say, I'm not a morning person at all, every morning you're going to say, well, I'm not a morning person. So I'm dreading this right now. Like I don't like this right now. When you actually have the power to say, you know, I am a morning person. You wake up and you say, this is the day the Lord has made. And you go about your day and you, you know, you appreciate some of the things about the morning that you may not have necessarily recognized before. And it doesn't happen obviously overnight, but there's, there's things that you can say that the intentionality of your words really did affect how you viewed that outcome and how others viewed that outcome around you as well. So if you say, I am a morning person, wow, the sun is shining. I love the sun. I love the air, the fresh air, the peacefulness of the morning. Maybe it's just the ability of a fresh new start every morning. That's why I'm a morning person. So I'm talking about all these positive things, but just saying like, maybe you prefer, prefer the night, but at least you can say, I still appreciate the morning by changing your words around and by changing your thoughts around a little bit, it helps you to kind of see it in a different view that you might not normally see. And you had to do that by intentionally doing that. And that's the same thing with other people's other people around you, your peers and stuff. So if you say, you know, this is, this is something that's very common, but someone will not like someone. Say, for example, for whatever reason, someone says something bad about them. Maybe they did something hurtful to you, but you don't like this person. You don't like them. You don't want to be around them. You, you are genuinely just not interested in what they have to say or their life. So you can leave it at that. You can just say, you know what? I just don't really appreciate that person. I'm just going to you know live my life and I'm not going to have them be infecting my life on a daily basis. You can leave it at that. You can also say, you know what? They did this. You know, I forgive them. It's fine. You know, maybe we're not going to be best friends, but I'm just going to be fine. That's a more positive look on it. Or you can do what a lot of us find ourselves doing, which is trying to make people around us have a similar opinion about this person than that what we have. So instead of that person, you know, doing something negative to you and you taking it and you forgiving them and you moving on with your life, you may try to sway other people around you that this is like something that you, you may try to sway other people around you to change their opinion on this person as well. And by doing that, you're saying things that they have done. You're maybe exaggerating the truth a little bit. Maybe you're spewing their name. Maybe you're bringing a lot of negativity on their name. And a lot of this, a lot of the times, as much as you may not like this person, there could have been a miscommunication to happen. I mean, we talked about this a little bit with uh, Sister Kimberly when we did the advice column, but just saying that like people make mistakes in friendships. They do, they do things that are hurtful sometimes. And so they could have made a mistake. And by doing that mistake, they are now affected. Not only, they not only affected your life, but they affected their own reputation, their own life, because 20 people heard about this instance and you have the power to change that or not. Whoever is in the, in that circle of whatever happened has the power to change that. And so my question to you is 
what are your intentions? What are your intentions with that person's reputation? What are your intentions by having these conversations? Are you trying to protect your friends with this person? Or are you just trying to lift up your own decision by not like wanting to be friends with them? You're trying to make yourself feel better about it. Maybe you're just don't really care and you haven't had any intentions and you're trying to just kind of just saying it because you want to release some frustration. Any of those reasons is something that you need to question. When someone tells you something about somebody, you need to question what their intentions are. Why are you telling me this? Is this helpful for that person? Is this helpful for your own life? Are you just venting or are you speaking negatively? What is what is the purpose of you telling me this information right now? And it's the same thing with your your own words as well. Question your own intentions. You know, why am I saying these this stuff about this person? You know, do I need to necessarily be telling all this information to my friends or whoever it is? Sometimes we really can catch ourselves saying things that aren't necessarily needed. We don't need to be, you know, bringing up this person's name in a conversation. Why do we need to do that? What are our intentions behind that? And so by questioning our intentions, we really bring a level of self-awareness that we would normally probably not bring to the table. So self-awareness is is a gift. It's really it's really nice to be self-aware. It's really sometimes harder to be self-aware than we might realize. It might be harder to view ourselves in multiple facets and multiple mirrors to see how we are acting in different scenarios. But being self-aware is something that is also extremely important. And it's something that we need to be brutally honest with ourselves and say, what are my intentions right now? What am I doing right now? What are the communication skills that I'm doing right now? And even let's say, for example, somewhat you're not really listening to other people around you talk about their problems, but you're just always talking about yours. You're always talking and talking and talking about yourself and about your goals, maybe, or whatever it is. And that's great to be focused on yourself. But remember, what are your intentions with this relationship? Is your intentions to just have this person here to give you emotional support? Or are you genuinely here because you want to have a genuine friendship with this person? Do you want to have a connection with this person? You know, questioning yourself a lot. And and by doing so, you are self-aware. And there should be never a point in our lives where we get too prideful that we can't look inwardly on ourselves. I would love to be humble enough that I can say, okay, what do I do that I need to work on? What is something that I do that is not necessarily helpful for not only myself, but also relationships around me? And when we get to a point where we can't really do that because we just think that we're all all that in a bag of chips or, or we're doing everything perfectly, then that gets to a point of, honestly, we're short-circuiting our own growth because you can't grow without change and you can't grow without deciding what there is to change and so figuring out what do I need to do to grow in this way and always pursuing a growth mindset and always saying okay there's plenty of time there's plenty of energy there's plenty of things that I need to work on so let's start working on them that mindset shift of kind of realizing that other than putting on yourself on a on a vain pedestal that says, you know, I'm perfect. This per- everybody else has a problem. Everybody else, you know, does this thing negatively. Everyone else has a worse relationship with God than I do. But, you know, I'm perfect and everything that I do is great. We are giving ourselves a disservice, I feel like more than anything in that mindset because we're not letting ourselves have the freedom to change. And so that that also takes a lot of intentional 
thinking is self-awareness. And another reason to love to figure out how to be self-aware is by reading a lot of books and reading a lot, of, maybe listening to podcasts like this, where you kind of calls yourself out a little bit. I think, you know, also going to church where, where the pastor will call us out on some of the things that are common occurrences that might happen in the church. Cause you know, pastors see a lot of things that we might not see. And so they may see something in a congregation or a spirit or something that is a common reoccurring issue and call it out. And by doing that and by listening and by changing our lifestyle because of that, we can allow ourselves to have a lot of self-growth. And self-awareness takes a lot of brutal honesty as well. It takes a lot of saying, okay, maybe I don't actually do that that great. And maybe there's something that I do need to fix in this area and been really, really working on that. All of this stuff, everything we do, every conversation we have with people, every you know, even the way that people walk and they talk and they their actions and their conversations through text with people, their their social medias, everything is is something that's intentionally happening. And I think if we just became five degrees more intentional than we are right now, a lot of our impulsive um, shortcomings that might come along would be eliminated. A lot of times, you know, there's things that I've done where I say, oh my gosh, I was being really impulsive in that decision. I wasn't really thinking that through. There wasn't, you know, a lot of thought process that went into that decision. I kind of just did that impulsively and now I regret it. And I don't really ever want to regret a decision that I make, especially if it affects other people. And so if I was just a little bit more intentional, I'm not saying to put yourself in a you know tight wad and be overly stressed about everything, but just being a little bit more intentional about that helps us to work towards our ideal future person. And again, bringing this more to a spiritual light, if you're more intentional about some of the actions that you're doing, you might find yourself falling less into sin as well. And so being intentional about, okay, I really, you know, my IFP, my IFP, the person that I want to be is a godly woman, is somebody who or godly person is just somebody that is focused on the things of God. Okay, so I'm going to pray every day. I'm going to fast twice or I'm going to fast once a week. I'm going to, you know, be directed in the spirit and things like that. And I'm going to make sure that my actions are reflecting that because if I do things impulsively and if I do things in a way that's not necessarily focused on what I actually need to be doing, then I might make a decision that I regret later on. There's a quote that I looked up for this podcast episode and it says, choose your intention carefully and then practice holding your consciousness to it. So it becomes the guiding light in your life. And that's by Roger Delano Hinkins. I think that's how you pronounce it. He's an author and he, and that, I think that quote really just nails it on the head, holding your consciousness to your intention and to the practice of your intention, holding yourself to that, you know? So being intentional, but then putting action behind it, because you can't just have an intention and then not actually act on that intention, then it has no real value to it. So I have six ways that you can be more intentional, and then we'll end on this. The six ways that I think you could be more intentional is number one, be more deliberate with your day. And so this is more action. When you are intentional with your time, your energy, your focus, Each day, you are far more likely to achieve the results that you want. So this is that focus, that productivity every single day, that action behind it. The second one is be clear on the result that you want. So that's the IFP. Be clear on who you want. Be clear about the result that you want 
to happen at the end of this practice of intention. So if you're the goal by the end of the day is for you to have an intentional conversation with somebody, be clear on that result. And so the things that you do will be focused towards that. The third thing is be purposeful with your time. And that also goes back to be being deliberate with your day. You're being purposeful about the time that you're spending in different things. And that's by maybe even giving yourself a time limit on your phone. If you're sitting on your phone and you get a screen time limit that says you've been on Instagram for 20 minutes, maybe you should just get off and then be purposeful with your time and focus back on what you want to achieve by the end of the day. What are your, you know, what is the focus for the goal that you're trying to achieve? The fourth one is be considerate with your focus. So intentionality increases your focus on things and people that are most important to you. That's the point of intentionality. It increases the focus. Intentionality helps you to understand the importance and purpose of your bigger vision and direct your mind and actions to help you achieve it. An intentional focus gives you greater clarity around what you want and takes the guesswork out of where to invest your time and focus. Being intentional with your focus ensures you prioritize effectively and have a clear structure for your day based on your bigger purpose. So be considerate with your focus. Figure out what your focus is. The fifth one is become focused on your goals. And this is kind of repeating itself. So intentionality really only has three steps. Figure out what you want to do. Do it intentionally. Focus on that and show yourself that you can do that. And the sixth thing is be mindful about your most important relationships. And by doing this, that is what focuses on those words that I was talking about earlier and being intentional and questioning your intention about the words that you're speaking. And if that relationship on the sixth thing is being intentional about the purpose of your relationships, if that int- relationship that you are trying to be intentional about is your relationship with God, then a lot of things that you do will affect that as well. And the words that you say will affect that. And the words that you say to others will affect that. The words that you say to yourself will affect that to your family and all of those things. So keeping your focus on the goals that you're creating and making sure you know what goal it is, making sure every single day you work towards that goal, being extra focused on it and making sure that the words that you're saying reflect those goals specifically. And once people like figure out what their actual goals are, a lot of the fluff work of life and a lot of the extra drama, if you will, goes away because you're not worried about what other people are doing. You're not worried about, you know, oh, this person said something bad about me because you have a goal and you're trying to focus on that goal and that's what you're going to do. All right, guys, that is the end of the podcast. I don't think I had more than two sentences of notes today, so I'm very proud of myself for kind of getting through this pretty quickly, but I hope you guys had an awesome week. If you guys don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts, it helps the podcast so much. Like This is the most important thing that you can do, along with sharing it on your story, sharing it with your friends, sharing it with your grandmother, sharing it with your you know, your hairdresser, share it with your barista, share it with everybody. If you like this podcast episode, share it. And I'm so thankful for all the listeners. So thankful for you guys coming back every week. I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye.